welcome to menopause nutritionist i believe women can thrive in menopause and have the body composition of their choice if they master their nutrition and lifestyle following on from our last conversation we are going to talk a little bit more about carbohydrates today and more specifically carbohydrates and exercise and how they interact together and how they are important i guess an important conversation but before we get started i just wanted to remind you black friday is coming up and if you want to be notified of the new offering i have it's going to be at an awesome price so excited for this because i haven't done it before you need to be on my email list so if you are not already on my email list then make sure you're following me on social media shoot me your email or um you know drop email here if you're listening on this live um but literally shoot me a message message with your email so you make sure you don't miss out on it because it is something i haven't done before and it's a one-time offer so excited um okay so i want to just recap quickly on yesterday's conversation where we were talking about there is actually a recommended dietary allowance for carbohydrates and that is set at the top end whereas protein is set at the minimum so no wonder people are confused the the protein requirements are for the minimum requirements to not get uh you know sick and be lacking and carbohydrates are at the top end of the range so what we really need to do is look at our diet and make sure it is balanced correctly so it works properly because i mean i guess the issue here is it goes back to those of you i remember this happening like when all the low fat stuff came in so we know now Ansel Keys, who was responsible for that research, actually left out a whole lot of information. And as you know, we went through 30 or 40 years of thinking that fat made us fat. And this is where some of these kind of recommended dietary allowances came from. They were not actually, they had no basis to them. There was no research or data that actually bought it to, to, to place like it was just more of an estimate if you like so we're still kind of recovering from this like luckily now everyone knows that we need good quality fats when I am actually like working with a client I usually hit about 30% of, of good fats we know they are necessary so you know obviously when we took the fats out of our diet it was catastrophic to our health and wellness um, but this has been some of the reason why we are in this place uh, as a society because there's so much confusion like when we have history like this um, so what we need to do is look at obviously and if you listen to any of the content i put out you know prioritizing protein first you know protein the amount of protein I need now at 50, I will still need at 60, 70, 80, 90. That will not ever change. Um, and then depending on your lifestyle and what you do with exercise, and um, that is when carbohydrates will come in. And we're going to talk about that. I want to talk about a paper that Dr. Don Lehman did in 2005, where um, he looked at 
the effects of exercise and protein together um, and we're going to talk about that but basically if you aren't willing to do the kind of exercise I do on a daily basis then you really need to be prioritizing protein I mean all like anyone I'm talking to like and if you if you hear my the content I talk about basically the two biggest levers are nutrition and exercise they're the two biggest things so and this is really going to come through in in today's like conversation so literally we're kind of trying to change the conversation around protein obviously we know the RDA is set at 0.8 grams per body weight and that is to survive that is the minimum so that is definitely not um you know i that's the minimum i wouldn't actually use that as a base and generally like women that i'm working with aren't even hitting that that's quite frightening so what we look at as a normal range now is 1.6 to 2.2 grams and then pretty much like 2.5 grams above we would class as high protein. So this is the conversation that needs to be had so people get their head around the fact that a normal diet needs to be 1.6 to 2.2 grams of protein per body weight. Now, looking at this 2005 study that Dr. Don Lehman did, it was over 16 weeks and he actually used women in our tribe, like talking to my menopausal tribe out there, he, he actually took women in midlife, actually those who weren't really wanting to go to the gym, obviously I wouldn't have been allowed in that study because I love the gym, but they were just kind of trying to take the average kind of person and hopefully we're changing the narrative on that now. If you listen to me, you will be. So these people basically had to exercise five days a week. They were just doing walking and yoga and they could use machines in the gym, but they didn't have to put weight on them. So they were really left to their own devices, but they had to do it five days a week. So they were broken up into two categories. One category was low protein. The other category was high protein. They all had to do the five days of exercise you know, and how I just mentioned. Now, after 16 weeks, the group that was on low protein had lost one kilo. After 16 weeks, the group that were on high protein had lost six kilos. So that is what we're talking about. Like, and that is like this whole cohort, we're doing the same thing. So I want you to understand how important like this protein conversation is because it really matters like in this this balancing your diet if you like so then when we look at the macro balance we know that protein is important we know that it affects our body composition we just talked about that pairing it with exercise whether you are low protein or high protein you're going to have way better results if you're high protein so pretty much now if you go actually this is interesting i get asked this a lot and a couple of my clients actually have asked this this week what happens if i actually go over my protein because often they're following like nutrition plans that i have made for them so they know exactly how many calories they're needing to eat each day how much protein blah 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 and they're like i haven't hit my calories but i've hit my protein so can I go over in my protein? And 
hopefully you get the gist from that study that I just mentioned that eating more protein is completely fine like you know there's nothing to show that it that we can really like it's very hard to eat too much let's just leave it there you know it, it just isn't even really spoken about because it's so hard to do so don't worry you can eat if if for me i had 150 grams a day if i eat 170 it's no problem all it's going to do is actually probably help me stay fuller for longer and more satiated um, and i just know because i lift heavy that my body will use the protein and need it so and because it's so important to the body so the basic needs pretty much for carbohydrates is about 100 grams a day let's say we know that the rda is like 130 grams a day that is for like our brain our you know our like you know heart or like to function properly our brain needs like a certain amount of glucose um, our heart like different functions in our body so then depending on our exercise we can process between 40 to 70 grams of carbohydrates an hour now that is depending on the type and level of intensity of exercise that you are doing so when we revisit our conversation from yesterday where we were talking about the standard well in america that they're showing 300 grams of carbohydrates a day is what's being consumed basically what we're saying is for every gram over the 130 grams a day that you're consuming you basically you you need to you need to be equating for that so if you are at the 130 and then you've gone over you've got to be equating for that in exercise so if you look at the 300 grams a day that we know that like like i the the numbers are done in america in americans so but i pretty pretty much know australia and new zealand would be following the same patterns 300 grams a day would equal an extra three hours of high intensity exercise a day to balance out those extra carbohydrates so that's the that's the kind of context i wanted to give you and how exercise can play such a massive role in this situation so um i'm going to continue this conversation on we're talking about carbohydrates and um, fiber as well that's going to be our next um, conversation but i just wanted you to really understand that basically if you want to eat carbohydrates without insulin being needed to process it exercise is the way so as soon as you exercise it basically turns that the, those carbohydrates into fuel and you do not need um, insulin to be a factor in the processing of that glucose so exercise is such an important conversation here it's so important if you are not prioritizing it you can hopefully see now that in our diet when we're trying to frame this and like how to balance a, a healthy diet if you are not exercising it is going to have a massive impact on how many carbohydrates you actually need to consume each day and if you are going over that 
then it is going to really impact you metabolically so from a health point of view so and not and we're not even talking about body composition here so hopefully this conversation has helped give you some perspective and carbohydrates are activity dependent so they're necessary obviously for we need glucose for our brain and our heart and things to function in our body but we don't need as much as you think so depending on your exercise is how much carbohydrates you are going to have to look at needing for your lifestyle so I'm hoping that this uh, information has been helpful I think we have been hearing so much information about protein and as you can hear from that study protein is essential and I know lots of you want body composition changes you want to lose rid of, um, get rid of the fat so when you understand that prioritizing your protein that is going to do that but really managing your carbohydrates in a way that sits with your lifestyle is going to be the winner for you. Thanks for tuning in today. I hope this has helped you learn a bit more about carbs and how we apply them. Uh, I am so glad that I can share this information because I think this is the stuff that people really need to know about for their health and wellness and the future. So thanks so much for listening. I truly appreciate it. Uh, share this podcast with someone who may also need to hear this. Uh, and if you're happy to leave a review or a rating, I would truly, truly appreciate it. Hit pause now, go do it. Thanks so much. Uh, and then have a beautiful day wherever you are in the world. Um, I hope it is a beautiful one and I will see you next time. Mm -hmm.